Well, Chair, today we're talking about PDGM. What is that? It stands for Patient Driven Groupings Model. And unfortunately, there's nothing funny about this. Oh no, okay, can you give me a little more in-depth explanation? I can. So, PDGM was birthed out of the Bipartisan Budget Act of 2018, and it promotes fair compensation by improving payment accuracy based on diagnosis. So we'll be paid based on the diagnosis, as we always have been in home health, but just a little bit different. And what it does, it stops therapy as the, as the reimbursement driver. Up to this point and throughout the rest of this year, therapy, patients with therapy are paid higher than patients without therapy. That changes as of January 1st of 2020. Other changes include that there's going to be a change to our 60-day payment episode to a 30-day payment episode but that only affects the payments. It's not going to change anything with the OASIS assessment or anything of that nature. It just affects the payment mechanism. So it's paid every 30 days instead of every 60 days. And as I said, it starts on January 1st of 2020. There are five main case mix variables in PDGM. Admission source, timing, clinical grouping, functional impairment level, and comorbidity adjustment. So now we get paid more for patients who are coming out of the hospital than for patients who are referred to us from the community, which benefits us at the St. Joe's family because most of our uh, ministries are tied to uh, hospitals and we get a lot of referrals from hospitals. So that'll be helpful. Um, also the clinical grouping uh, is important and in this case, probably patients with wounds will be paid higher than uh, other patients. So that's another thing that we have to look at. There are now 432 possible case mixed adjusted payment groups that can be looked at in a 30-day period, which means there are now 432 HHRGs, which changes things in the way that we do things. So that's basically a high-level look at PDGM. One of the other important things that it changes are LUPAs, low utilization patients. Right now, the LUPA rate is less than five visits. In the LUPA rate, we don't get paid the, if a LUPA happens, we don't get paid the entire episode. We just get paid for those less than five visits, um, which is a big hit to our bottom line. Now, instead of having just one LUPA, there are 432 ways to have LUPAs. So those LUPAs are based on the diagnosis rather than just a general LUPA. So a patient with a wound getting care may have a lupa of 10 days, I'm making that up, while a patient having therapy may have a lupa of two days. So it changes everything based on the diagnosis. It changes the entire world as, as lupas are concerned. What that means to us is that we'll just continue business as usual. We'll be taking all the patients and giving them the therapy that they needed, giving them the care that they needed. It's just that coding will bucket patients into one of 12 possible payment bundles. What's really important and what we, we need everybody's help with is documentation becomes even more important. So your documentation, even the tiniest little things, could lead to us finding a code that's more beneficial to the organization, especially when you're taking care of the patient that has that tiny little thing, which may not be such a tiny little thing. Does that make sense? Yep. Made sense to me. It did. <laughs> Thanks. So quality review will be happy, uh, faster. We, right now, to put in a wrap takes us maybe 15 days or so. Our goal will be 10 days to wrap when this goes into effect. So it changes everything. 
We have eight committees working on it for Providence, eight PDGM committees, and as we progress and as things change, we'll be sure and let you know. I've also sent a slide deck to all your managers who should be presenting information to you about PDGM in the coming time. So if you have any questions, you know who to contact. I'm here. I actually have a question for you, Alan. Please. <laughs> does this only affect traditional Medicare payers or does it affect all payers? Mostly just traditional Medicare payers at this point in time. And as a field clinician, what does that mean for me? Just means that you have to chart even more carefully and if you notice something, document it. That's it. Thanks, Chair. Thank you. Talk to you next week.